Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home State recruiting battles, Treasure State Stars. It must be the height of summer. Welcome in. It's Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Statewide television, SWX Montana TV. I am Coulter Nuanas. Proud to be broadcasting from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, located at the corner of Stevens and Mount. Go check them out. They boast the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can also check them out online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. A lot to get to in the show today. You want to live stream the show? You're not going to be around your radio? You want to take it on your phone? Head on over to our station website, 1029espn.com. Want to be a, get a hold of the show, 888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. This is our last show of the week. So we're loading you up. I'm giving away everything. It's a Tuesday, so that means it's a Taglieri Tuesday. We're not going to have a show tomorrow, so I'm also going to give you some Desperado wings as well. So we got sandwiches, we got wings, we got everything in between. We're going to attack baseball right off the top. Matt Ellis, Vice President of the Missoula Paddleheads, in studio with me. About 4.30, going to hear from Ryland Schlepp. He's a big-time recruit out of Gallatin High School. First guy from the newly formed Gallatin High School that's going Division One. He's committed to Montana State. He's a six foot four, two hundred twenty five pound tight end, good looking prospect, and a kid that looks primed to have a big time senior year in Bozeman before then heading on to Montana State. 
We'll run through our Treasure State Stars like we do each and every Tuesday as well. Big State Conference basketball schedules are out. Top of the hour, we're going to hear from Tyson Rostad. He's from Hamilton, Montana, the younger brother of current Grizz, Carson Rostad. Tyson's going to join his brother. He committed to Montana last week as well. So there's a lot of in-state kids making their decisions before their senior years, and it's always a fun time of year. Uh, for all of them. And then we're also going to hear from our good friend Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. Uh, she's going to swing by and give us an update to round out the week and probably talk a little bit of NFL as well. The one piece of local news over the weekend was the Montana State Amateur Championship, Golf Championship, was here in Missoula, hosted out there at Cannon River, great partner of this show. And, Matt, I know that you are a Cannon River guy too. This was making this was making me feel so silly looking at these guys' scores. I mean, Joey Moore shot a 62 on Thursday. Joey uh, Lovell, who won it, went 66, 65, 66. Ma- I mean, it's making us just look so dumb. Yeah, I'm trying to break 90. <laughs> exactly right. Like these guys, these these guys are getting more birdies in one round than we're going to get the whole season. Exactly. It is humbling when you see guys go play the course the year used to, and you're sitting there, man. Like I'm playing pretty good. I'm shooting mid 80s, and this guy's beating you by 20 strokes. Well, the club champion is Sammy B uh, from raining from last year and he's right. in our office and uh, so I get to play with him a lot so that humbles me on a daily basis. <laughs> it's, it's fun playing with people that got game like that though because it makes you better. It right. makes you play better for sure. Well, Matt's not here to talk about golf. He's, talk, <laughs> he's here to talk about the first half championship that the Missoula Paddleheads captured. Friday night, they did it in resounding fashion. This was a fascinating run through the first half of this season. More games in the first half than ever before because the Paddleheads are playing more games this season than they have in summers past. Uh, there was a lot of, I don't want to say uncertainty, there was just a lot of question marks about what this independent league would be like coming into the year. I think a lot of curiosity from people around the community and around the state. And it was an incredibly competitive first half. It came all the way down to the final game of the first half. The Paddleheads are sitting there trailing eight to two in the fifth inning, Matt. So what's going through your mind at that point? Because you're sitting there thinking, man, we have the pennant, first half pennant right on our on the brink, but we're down eight to two. But this is a team that has never stopped fighting so far this summer. Well, I um, I went to one of my staff members and said, uh, "Hey, are we ready for this party after the game?" And he looked at me like, "Hey, we're dude, we're losing eight to two." <laughs> We're, we're going to do this. So I was confident. I um, have to admit I was a little nervous um, as we got into that sixth inning and seventh inning and we were still behind. Um, I heard Idaho Falls was partying pretty hard because their game ended like an hour before ours. Sure. And so they were feeling pretty good about themselves uh, getting in. And then our team just did what they've done all half. They were resilient, uh, put some good at-bats together, and the next thing you know, we're you know, we're winning going away and uh, it made for quite a night and uh, uh, just really happy for my guys. They, they they had the toughest schedule in the league by far. By far. And, um, you know, if it was a balanced schedule, I, you know, all due respect to Idaho Falls, we'd have won that half by six games or more. Our team uh, clearly was the best in the half uh, in the league and, um, and the fact that they were able to persevere and find a way to get it done. Uh, I mean, we played the last three weeks like it was game seven of the World Series. For sure. So they were pretty. They were pretty uh, crashed hard this last weekend, and just from exhaustion and stuff. So we had a, a rough last three games uh, for the first the first three games of that second half. But vacation's over. We're back uh, tomorrow, and we'll be kicking some butt. It was a fascinating uh, race to watch as well. Idaho Falls did push, but there was a little bit of an unbalanced schedule. Analyzing it was fascinating too, because I have never in my life seen a baseball schedule in which two teams play each other. 15 times in the span of 21 games over the span of a little less than four weeks. That was Ogden, the best team in the South, versus Missoula, the best team in the North. So 
these guys got their medal tested for basically a month straight. Exactly, and that's a really good team, that Ogden team. I mean, they, they've done a great job putting it together, and we went 10-5 and five against them, and we had to get every one of those 10 wins. Um, and uh, some of the, and three of the losses, they got in the, we got, took in the ninth inning against them. We right. could have done better, right. but um, our team just played fantastic. And then, you know, on the other side, Idaho Falls played the worst team in the league, the Vibe, who have their deal with the Mexican League, and they're just not real competitive right now. And they played 18 times and went 17-1 and one against wow. the Vibe. I mean, so, you know, we're here playing the best, probably the second best team in the league in Ogden, and they're playing the worst team, and they're taking advantage of it. And, and they won every game, so I give them credit, but it really put us uh, on the brink of, uh, um, of getting in. That game Friday night, too, against the Billings Mustangs, uh, sort of a microcosm of the season so far, because this Pilots team has been one that's been incredibly explosive offensively. They've been a team that can score in bunches. They've been a team that have rallied back from deficits time and again. And when the floodgates opened down 8-2, to two, it ended up being 14 straight runs for Missoula to win the game 16-8 to eight going away. But by the way, Matt mentioned it, but worth noting again, 35-13, and 13, the overall record in the first half. That was not only the best record in the Pioneer League, that was the best record of all independent baseball teams in the entire country, right? That is correct. And uh, I think we, even with the two losses this weekend, we still have that, that uh, mantle uh, uh, where we're the the top team record-wise in, in all of independent baseball. And we're proud of that. Um, our coaches and uh, players have done an amazing job. I think we've figured this independent thing out a little bit, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Matt Ellis, Missoula Pal, has Vice President Jordan Me, Coulter Nuanas in studio. It's Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. Let's talk about the, that element. We have talked about this a lot on the show already, but the independent element of this thing, the, the move of the Pioneer League from an affiliated minor league system to then a, an independent league has been so fun to observe. I, pretty much everything we predicted in terms of the differences has been true. The Correct. baseball is so good, I think. I mean, you're watching a, a polished professional team, and that's not to say the Osprey weren't like that, but the Osprey had so many teenagers on the team, so many right. young guys that were such electric talents but sometimes had no idea how to play. Most of your players have played multiple years of, of professional baseball already. They're honed. They have sort of the system down. They, they have the professional element of it down. And I think that part's been really fun to watch. But also I know from your perspective how fun to be able to put together a roster uh, without an affiliated team. You're going out and signing the players. You're scouting them. You're evaluating them. You're getting them on your roster. So uh, what were the keys to the way you guys built this roster to make this team so successful like it has been this summer uh, so far? It's, you know, really putting together a team of, of talented evaluators in Michael Slack, Bobby Brown, Mason Prisbera. I mean, we, we've got this coaching staff that, and George Horton as our consultant. I mean, it's been a, a great group to work together. And we all agreed on what we were looking for player-wise, and we put it together. And, and you're right, the what's fun about watching our product today versus in the past is how intelligent our players are on the field. I mean, For every sure. game we see something that our guys do that makes you go, wow, that was a really heady play. Whether it's a first to third taking advantage of something or a, a key bunt. I mean, when was the last time we saw key bunts? We've done a, right. a totally. dozen of them this half. Right. You know, we're still in third base. Um, you know, Aaron Bond leads the league in stolen bases and I think he's stolen third half the time. Right. Um, you know, you he, just, by the way, is such a fun player to watch. Uh, I love it. He's one of my favorite guys on the whole team. If there's, um, I mean, I, we got a lot of great players. Um, Aaron Bond could play in the big leagues every day. I, I truly believe that. I, I, he, that was my first impression. My very first time out at the park, I looked at him and I said, that that guy looks like a big league outfield. I mean, he's what, 6'5"? 
He runs really, really. I'm mean, like you say, he leads the league in stolen base, but he also got hit for power. He's a he's a phenomenal talent. He's got all five tools, and they're all high rated. I mean, he's just a uh, and he's a great guy. In fact, the league just told me today they they're gonna have him do a social media takeover because his personality is so fun and stuff. So um, it, it's uh, yeah, we got guys like that throughout the roster. I mean, Mark Simon coming in Friday night in the sixth inning when he's a closer and gutting it out for three innings and getting us to the win. I mean, that was a key move. But again, it's people that we brought in, Michael Slack uh, and Bobby Brown and Mason. They've just done an amazing job. Um, they find talent. Um, we just brought in this Brian Leaf, NAIA guy with amazing numbers. He comes in, he's 6'4", 200, and he, and he just immediately impacts our team the last two days with quality at-bats. So we just continue to, to turn him out, and you know we've got four guys that have gone on to the Major League affiliations, and um, we're probably going to have more, unfortunately, for us, but fortunately for the players. That element's interesting, too, because sometimes a guy might just get signed, and, and then he's no longer on your roster, but you guys seem to have not skipped a beat whatsoever when that happens. Well, you know, Kyler Castillo, Friday. I mean, of all days, we get told right. Friday, Kyler Castillo is going to the Marlins. And we're like, are you kidding me? And so, you know, we, he wasn't in the lineup. Um, we decided not to, uh, you know, he pitched ran late in the game, but um, we made sure we didn't put him in a situation where he'd get hurt and lose, lose his opportunity. And the next day, he's in a car going to Florida, and we're having to fill that gap. And Brian Leaf gets an opportunity. So, um, and, you know, and that's how that works. So then Brian Leaf gets worked out in Southern California by George Horton, who's on our team and then gets to go ahead and he gets on a plane and flies to Missoula and next thing you know he's in the lineup and he hits a double in his first at bat so um, that's kind of how this independent thing works it's 24-7 and you never know what's going to happen next. George Horton again has a tremendous amount of baseball experience and acumen he's been on this show great storyteller as well but Having that resource, like you say, I mean, you can have him work out a guy in California and, and you trust his opinion. So how much has that helped you guys when you are sort of scrambling to replace guys that get signed? Uh, it's a huge advantage. And, I, you know, I think it starts from the top. Peter Davis and uh, Susan, they, they gave us the resources to put together a team that is the best, in, in, in my opinion, in the league. And and uh, George Horton is one of those components. We're the only team with that extra guy that, you know, has the collegiate experience. And he's a Hall of Fame coach, so he knows this stuff. Right. Uh, we spent two hours this morning talking about this tryout camp that's happening in Ogden for the league, and George is our representative. We can send George to Ogden. He can do the evaluation. We totally trust him and who he selects because we're required to offer a contract to one player. Um, and Meanwhile, our coaching staff can stay in Great Falls with the team, and, and we don't miss a beat. And I think that's a huge advantage for us in Missoula compared to other teams that are sending their manager down there. And, you know, I, I just, uh, it's, we're, I think, like I said, we just got great people and great baseball people that are doing a great job. Matt Ellis joining me, Coulter Nuanas in the studio. Matt, Matt is the vice president of Missoula Paddleheads. Paddleheads, the first half champions of the Pioneer League North. And they're now already embarking on the second half of their season. They are off today, and they'll be back at it on the road tomorrow in Great Falls. Jeff Safford, who's doing a great job as the voice of the Paddleheads, he'll be on the call for the six-game road trip here uh, beginning this evening against the Great Falls Voyagers. Matt, you've been doing this a long time. You have uh, been a part of minor league baseball in Missoula since it first began. So compare and contrast this championship to some of the other ones because this one it seems uh, special for so many different reasons. Yeah, it's hard. It's always hard to say something's better than another year. Or sure, a player's sure. a team is better than another team, especially when you've been doing this for as long because you got so many friendships and relationships. But. Um, 
Uh, this one might have meant more. This first half title might have meant more than any championship I've won in the past. And part of that is because uh, we were involved in the actual selection of the players. For sure, uh, we controlled that, and um, and we did a really good job. And so that was something to celebrate. All that hard work, um, hiring Michael Schlack early. Weekly meetings throughout the off season about players and and uh, um, all the roster moves we made during the first half, uh, the, co- the quality of our coaching, it just made the whole thing so satisfying because we controlled it all. Whereas in the past, you know, we were kind of at the whims of Arizona and how sure. they managed it, and um, uh, it was. Um, so, yeah, I tell you, that Friday night party after the game was one of the most satisfying I've ever had. And then you couple it with the fact that it's coming off of a year where the season was canceled. There's so much right. anxiety surrounding minor league baseball as a whole. I mean, is it going to exist? What is going to exist? Is it sustainable? So all of those factors, too, must have played into it being very satisfying. Well, I did a tweet Friday night, and I just said, hey, you know, MLB told us all we weren't good enough. It's basically the fact. Exactly. Our players, us as a franchise, yep. our community, our fans. And not only are we surviving, but we're thriving. I mean, totally. we had our second biggest crowd of the night last night on a Monday night. I mean, that's amazing. You know, almost a packed house on a Monday night in Missoula with smoke and heat. Um, it's uh, it's been f- it's it's been very fulfilling, very satisfying. Um, it's a great product. Uh, my staff, entertainment wise, is doing the best they've ever done. Um, the product is is really good, and and so it's um, we got a lot of work to do. We want to win a championship. I mean, that's yeah. the, that's the goal, and uh, we want the fans to um, have great entertainment. So we got a lot of great stuff coming up for that. Uh, so we have a lot of work to do, but it's been a very satisfying thing so far. And I'll be honest, it's hard for me to actually say out loud that I want to go back to affiliated ball. I'm I'm bought in on this independent. For model. sure. I just I'm having too much fun. I'm like the culture in the clubhouse is our culture and it's it's a great place to be. My players you just seen them working out with these challenger little league kids that we coach on Sunday before the game. I mean, unbelievable stuff. Uh just the character of my team. It's it's spectacular. It's awesome, man. I I I'm not just t- telling you this cuz you're sitting here in the studio. It is so fun to watch. I think that one of my favorite parts about the independent um, element of this is that it used to be you had so many guys, especially some of your most talented players, that'd be on inning limits or pitch limits, or you know you go see go to see Sergio Santos and he'd only get two at bats, right. or you know you go to see whoever it might be and and he gets pulled in the sixth inning, or the pitcher only can throw twenty five pitches or thirty pitches right. now. I mean, I watched Aaron Bond go five for five the last time I was right. out of the game, and and, and so you get, cycle. You get for the cycle, right? So you get to know the guys. They right. they be they can become more imp- impressionable in your mind, I guess. And what's cool is some of our guys are going to return. Like, right? Uh, we're uh, already plotting who's going to be signed a 2022 contract, and um, you know we've got a young team that doesn't age out. Uh, we got a few key players that are going to age out. So if they're not picked up by major league clubs, I mean, there's a good chance you're going to see a good core return next year for our next season. And so that's something our fans have been cheated on in the affiliated ball where sure. guys like, you know, the core guys move up, you know, it's the fringe right. guys that come back because they're still working on development. Sure. And now we have a situation where like the Grizz on a yearly basis, their core guys, there's a good group of that core guys that are going to come back. So the fans know who they are and they know what to expect. I've always said, too, the number one thing to be popular in Missoula 
is it's as simple as it can be. Just win. Just win, baby. No doubt. Missoula has been a town of winners when it comes to the University of Montana. Grizz basketball, Lady Grizz basketball, Grizz football. I mean, there was a run there from the early 1990s through uh, the late 2000s where Montana was peerless. They they pretty much, if you, if you were in Missoula, the Grizz were winning the game pretty much always. Football, basketball, across the board. And so I, I just kind of knew that if you guys did put it together, that the popularity would be sky high. And it seems like it is. I mean, does, don't just, doesn't it feel like to you that the, the uh, narrative, the conversations around town, I mean, people are talking about the Palas a lot. Yeah, we had a good homestand considering the weather and uh, the smoke. I mean, if our team wasn't very good or if our product was poor uh, on the entertainment side, I it would have definitely been a tough draw last week. I mean, yeah. it's, oh, it's hard for us to be out in the for sure. that every day. But you're right. Um, I feel really good about where we're at in the community. And we got a lot of work to do. We have more tickets to sell. We have more capacity. And, but I see us trending really well. Baseball's back, and it's healthier than ever. One of the most fascinating parts, Matt Ellis, by the way, Missoula Paddleheads joining me in studio. Paddleheads on the road starting tomorrow, six-game set in Great Falls, and they'll be back home the following Wednesday. So uh, we're a little bit more than a week away from the next time you can go to a Paddleheads game. I'm looking at my stack of tickets over here, so we'll keep giving you tickets each and every night that there is a home game uh, here on Nuanas now. But, Matt, the when I, I remember when I covered the, the Osprey for the Missoulian, um, there, uh, one of the one of the two summers I did it, the the Osprey won the first half championship. That was always so big because you never know how the second half is going to be managed by the affiliate club, right? right. You never know who's going to get called up. You never know if you win the first half and you know you're in the postseason. They might say, "Hey, let's not play our main guys a ton. Let's you know try to cultivate and develop other guys." That seems like that whole that whole narrative has completely changed now. So tell us just about the second half of the season. Seems like this is going to be totally different where you're still chasing the second half title now as well. Yeah, and we got a proud clubhouse. They 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 want to have the best record in the league. Um, and so they've got a lot to play for. Um, we're already in the playoffs. We're going to host the one playoff game for the North Division title. Um, but we also know that the team that's peaking at the end of the season is the one that, that wins the whole thing. So. Yep. We got a lot of work ahead. I mean, we've already made two roster moves since the half ended. One was forced by the Marlins' purchase of uh, Castillo, but um, we we are con- continually trying to figure out how to get better, um, and um, we're going to continue to do that. The league has a tryout this weekend, so we'll, we'll be committing to at least one new player either for this year or next year. Um, so yeah, we're we're still working it, and the draft just finished, so we're still looking at what's available, what didn't get drafted, um, and um, you know we're. A constant um, movement to to keep on getting better, and our guys um, um, they're they're playing for their careers too. They want to mm-hmm. move on. They want a major league team to sign them. There were scouts in the audience last night. We're getting more scouts at all of our games, and they should be. We got some guys that Mark Simon. I mean, I shouldn't give the list away. I'd, I'd lose them, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, we got some guys who deserve another affiliated shot, and uh, and I'm sure we'll lose a few more before the season's over. Hard to pick out. Uh, a specific individual, but several. Uh, well, I guess there was a lot of standout guys in this first half because no doubt. I mean, this team hit almost three thirty as a team. <laughs> I mean, the numbers are crazy. The amount of runs Palos were scoring, the offensive numbers, and uh, some great pitching performances as well. The bullpen, I thought, really carried the Palos, especially down the stretch run of that first half. 
But just tell people about a couple of the names of guys that stood out. We talked about Aaron Bond. He's obviously a tremendous talent, five-tool guy, great right fielder. He can hit for power. He can hit for average. He's great on the base pass, great in the right field. But tell people about some of the other guys. that uh, Mark Simon's out. the best reliever in the league yes. uh, by far. Um, you know, he's striking out a one and a half per inning. Um, he's just been lights out and just a, a great person, bulldog. Unbelievable. Um, we got a couple of guys that uh, in the infield that I just can't believe didn't get drafted. Um, McLean O'Connor, who out of Santa Barbara, um, had an injury, a uh, knee injury this year in his senior year, but got back for the regional. Their team made the regional. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't, uh, I, I, I don't see him not being an affiliated ball at some point in his career. You got uh, Cam Thompson, who was with K State, and uh, um, a bunch of that K-State roster got drafted, and I don't know why where they missed on Thompson because one of the smartest players, um, you know, Zach Allman, Missoula, legend for us, uh, second time he's played for us, and just leading, you know, our top, basically our top hitter in the in the lineup. You got Clay Fisher at short who is a whiz defensively, one of the best arms in the infield in the league. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, if he doesn't have a hammy injury that cost him three weeks in the first half, he probably leads the league in home runs. Uh, he was leading the league at the time that he got hurt. Um, and uh, for, you know, you're having a shortstop who can play defensively like he can and hit home runs is is pretty, pretty impressive. And, you know, I can go on and on. I mean... We got Kevin Hilton, who's been a, a, a rock for us in the rotation. Domingo Pena, um, you know, there are nights where he comes out and just is electric, and you're like, "Wow, how is he not an affiliated ball?" Right? Um, so, I mean, I, I feel like I leave guys out when I do. Sure, it. sure. But I'll tell you one little story, um, Coulter. On Saturday, we didn't necessarily put our our best lineup sure, out there. Sure. And I'm looking at our lineup on the board on, on the concourse there, and I went, damn, that's a good lineup. So good. <laughs> I mean, that lineup's better than anybody in the league. And, it, yeah. you know, it didn't have Allman. It didn't have Fisher. And I was just like, wow, you know, we are really deep. <laughs> no question. <laughs> it, the entertainment value of this is also great. I have to tell you this story. The last time I was out, was uh, the it was the Paddleheads versus the Mustangs. And uh, it took me a little while to figure it out. But the the... Walk-up music for all the Mustangs, right. and then the the graphics for the Mustangs. They were all My Little Pony graphics right. and these funny songs, and they're like trolling the other guys, which I think is just so classic baseball. <laughs> and I was just loving. It. I was just wondering what the Mustangs guys were thinking of this because you're right, your your crew's doing a great job in terms of just the producing of the event. Right. I think that's the other reason why it's it's uh, kind of a hot ticket in town right now. Well, it's 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 kind of it's fun. We're playing like Disney stuff, and when right. they come up and. Uh, um, when Carranza, you know, he played for us in the, earlier in the Cheers, first half. Carranza, and, yep. uh, was with Billings. He came up. We played a, you know, I'll always love you. You know, like, <laughs> Whitney Houston. <laughs> That's awesome stuff. Uh, our staff's been real creative, and uh, um, it's uh, it's been it's it's a lot of fun to see uh, my team at work because I've got some really amazing marketing and promotional minds with you know Sammy Boyd and um, Taylor Rush and that whole crew. Missoula Paladins on the road starting tomorrow at Great Falls. Great Falls Voyagers, a six-game set in the Electric City. You can find all that action right here on uh, ESPN Missoula 102.9. Jeff Safford will be on the call. He's doing a great job. He's an awesome play-by-play guy for baseball. He sets the scene great, fully entertaining, and uh, we're, we're happy to have him here on board with us. Paladins will be back in town then. Eight days from now, uh, and who's who's the next homestand again? Uh, it's going to be um, uh, Grand Junction, the Rockies. Will be uh, so this is the, the first only, time they've come to Missoula yeah, ever, right? Trip from a Colorado team to to Missoula this year. 
Um, and you know, I'll also say uh, one thing about our product that's different with independent is our promotional side, we're allowed to do more. Um, and that's right. kind of why you know, you're seeing some of this fun stuff that we're doing. Um, we're respectful to the other team. It's not like we're degrading them or anything, but uh, we're just having a good time. And you, you know, we had a lightsaber fight with an umpire last night during the game as a promotion between innings. <laughs> You'd never do that in affiliated ball. Right. I mean, it would never happen. So we're we're uh, we're we're enjoying it not only on the field with our players and the quality of the play, but also the promotional side and and just having that ability to you know drive them in on a raft before the game like we did the other night on July second, and you know we have you know big river rafts coming around the concourse with these guys and they hop out and play a game and we couldn't do that before. It's fun stuff. You gotta love it. Minor league baseball at its best here in the Garden City. Matt, thanks so much for swinging by, man. Congratulations again. The Missoula Powerheads, the first half champions, but they still got a lot of baseball left to play. 40 plus games remaining here in the second half. You can find all that action here on ESPN Missoula, whether the Paddleheads are home or away. Thanks so much for coming in. Hey, I appreciate thanks. It. I appreciate your guys' support. You guys are awesome, man. Congratulations to you. Well deserved. Thanks, man. I mean, that's, uh, you guys are the best and the state state showed it, so that's awesome. We'll have Missoula Palettes tickets for you. We'll have all the action for you here on ESPN Missoula as well, so keep it right here. Ryland Schlepp, Gallatin High School product. I guess he's a senior now at Gallatin High School, so not quite a product yet. He will be soon. He's headed to Montana State. He's a local kid becoming a Bobcat, the first local kid that is committed to Brent Vegan and the Bobcats. He'll join us next here on Nuanas Now. Keep it right here, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. Mine's not good. That's okay, though. It's kind of how it always goes for me. You want to know what help you breathe? Some hot wings. I got some for you in just one quick minute. It's Nuana's Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. Our last show of the week, I'm taking a little vacation. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just staying here in town. Going to play some golf with a bunch of my buddies. That's the uh, annual member guest tournament down the Missoula Country Club, and so Nick Tabor, one of our big supporters of Westpac Wealth, uh, he's been kind enough to invite me for another year of golf action, and uh, Nick's a great supporter of this show, great supporter of youth athletics around the city of Missoula, so happy to spend a couple days with him on the golf course. In fact, looking forward to it as much as any weekend I have each and every year, so uh, we will not be on the air tomorrow, Thursday, or Friday, so that means we're giving all our stuff away right now, today. So usually, Wednesdays is a Wing It Wednesday. We usually give away a dozen wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill, but we won't be on the air tomorrow. So we have a dozen basket, a basket of a dozen wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill for you. If you text us, this is a text giveaway, 406-888-1029. You want wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill? Text that number, 
888-1029, and we'll get you all set up. Texter number two, we got a dozen wings in the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Thanks to the Desperado for all the support over the years. A great place to watch sports, great place to enjoy yourself. The best wings in the city of the Missoula. So give us a text right now if you want 12 wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern, 888-1029. In-state recruiting battle heating up. Most recently, Ryland Schlepp, a tight end from Gallatin High, the newest high school in Bozeman, the newest high school in the state of Montana. He's the most recent commit to the Montana State Bobcats and the first ever from Gallatin High School. I caught up with Ryland earlier today. Well, happy now to continue our coverage at both ESPN Missoula as well as SkylineSportsMT.com of recruiting around the state of Montana. Welcome in one of the latest Montana State recruits, one of the first in-state recruits for new Montana State head coach Brent Vegan. It's Ryland Schlepp. He is a tight end out of Gallatin High School. He committed earlier this summer to Montana State, and uh, I'm sure that's a guy that's a local guy, very excited for him, and I'm sure he's very excited to be a Bobcat as well. So, Ryland, thanks so much for taking some time today. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on. First and foremost, let's talk about Montana State. You committed earlier this summer. I know you still got some high school ball left in front of you, uh, but it seems like a good opportunity for you. So just take us through the recruiting process. When did the Cats first start recruiting you? What do you think of the new coaching staff, and how did it all play out that made you want to give your commitment so early? So the Montana State started recruiting me after my uh, junior season. Uh, they're one of the first ones, and I stayed in touch without them through Coach Choate staff as well, and then it transferred over with Coach Vegan. Uh, just kept in great contact with them and went on multiple other, such as Weber State, a uh, bunch of other schools. And I've always wanted to be a Bobcat in my eyes. And I had the I had the best relationship with their coaching staff. I liked how I'm going to fit with the new tight end stuff that they're going to do. And I think Bobcats are going to continue to win, and I want to be a part of that. Interesting transition because Jeff Choate was such a magnetic and, and inspiring character. I know we loved him around here. He was awesome to us. What a fun guy to talk to. What a fun guy to listen to as well. Um, and it, it's been a big transition for people around Bobcat Nation. But uh, it seems like Brent Vegan's got some momentum as well. And he comes with a whole different skill set in terms of his acumen, his offensive um prowess and, and like you mentioned there's sort of the way that he plans to use all of the skill positions on offense including the tight ends so uh, just the transition what has been your perspective because I'm sure you followed it pretty closely as a guy that's just a local guy that's uh, grown up following the cats for a long time um I think the transition's gone great um as soon as coach vegan got the head coaching job it was, wasn't soon after until he reached out to me and you know, continued to talk to me and he said I would be a big recruit for them and he just said you know we want to keep our montana guys we want to get the best montana guys and that was big for me and i love how guys he brought in coach house right the offensive coordinator he's a great dude he has great schemes and it's going to be fun and it's just been awesome Ryland Schlepp joining us here on Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as around the great state of Montana, SWX Montana Television. Ryland, a recent commit to Montana State University to play football for the Bobcats as a tight end. 
And Rylan, let's talk about the transition of what's going on in Bozeman because uh, Bozeman itself, a one high school town for a long time. I know Belgrade's close by there, and Belgrade always was great in Class A. But Belgrade's moved up to AA, and Gallatin High School has now opened as well. And you were part of the debut season for the Raptors this uh, last fall. So what's it been like sort of getting a program off the ground? Because I know sometimes it is a little bit of an uphill battle at first. No seniors on your squad last year, so you're going against a lot of older guys. But it uh, seems like you guys made at least a little progress, and it seems like it's exciting times to try to uh, build up a program. We saw Kalispell Glacier do this a little bit more than 10 years ago, and they took their lumps early and then uh, went on one of the great runs that we've seen in Montana. So what's it been like sort of playing for a high school that's brand new? It's been good. Um, like you said, it's been an uphill battle for sure. Last season, we only won one game, but we got a lot of experience, and that's awesome. And we were a young team back there, only had sophomores and juniors on our varsity, and with no seniors, it was definitely tough. Us juniors had to grow earlier and provide leadership for the younger guys, and as our off season has continued, we've continued to get stronger, bigger, faster, and we'll feel like we'll be pretty good this year. Obviously, he's going to be a little more tough, but we're starting to get a culture out of our school, and Coach Chandler's done a great job with us, and it's just been a lot of fun as well as tough. Hunter Chandler, the coach, I remember covering him when he was at Bozeman High School. That was my first year back in Montana working at the Bozeman Chronicle, and uh, he was a great player on Bozeman's 2010 state championship team, and here he is now a little bit more than a decade later as a head coach. Got to be one of the youngest head coaches in AA. But I know he's done a great job of getting other coaches in the fold, guys with a lot of experience and a lot of brand-name recognition, too. I mean, J.P. Flynn, a guy that played in the NFL. Tucker Gates, a guy that was an all-Big Sky player for Montana State. So as a young guy like yourself, what's it like? Like when you're hearing from those guys, because those guys have walked the walk and talked the talk, so to speak. They're also pretty young, and so they have uh, maybe a little bit uh, more of an ability to relate to you guys as players. So what's it been like learning from coaches like Coach Chandler, Coach Flynn, uh, Coach Yates, and all, all the rest of the staff? Well, like you said, they've done everything, and what it takes to get to the highest level and play college football, and everyone wants to play at that level, and they know what it takes to get there, and they know how to do a good job at that level, too. And what our coaches preach is you know, doing the little things right, keeping your toe behind the line, finishing through the line, and it's the little things that are going to add up to big things. Hey, sorry about that. I think the call dropped, but uh, I had you. I, I got you till you said doing the little things, keep your toes behind the line, and then that's where I lost you. Yeah, so we just continue to harp on the little things, and they uh, they're able to relate to us personally and there's some amazing coaches. We have multiple formations. Coach awesome job on the defensive ball. We try to mix things up a lot. And more importantly they teach us how to be good in life and as well as great football players. Rather Schlepp joining us. He's the uh, latest commit to the Montana State Bobcats, or one of their uh, existing commitments, headed into his senior season at Gallatin High School, the newest high school in Class AA, the newest high school in the state of Montana. He's a tight end, had 31 catches, 489 yards, and six touchdowns a year ago, and uh, one of the primary weapons for Gallatin's offense as a junior. And Riley, I know you're also a great basketball player, so how much do you think that helps you? Because that, that was one of the first things that sort of stood out to me. I've actually never watched you play football, but I have watched you play basketball and you're a great rebounder. I think that translates really well to uh, playing tight end at the Division One level. So how, how do you think basketball has helped you uh, in the pursuit of your football dreams? It's helped me a lot. It's helped me with my footwork a lot. 
especially being down on the post, battling, trying to get great position on them. And then, like you said, the rebounding, just turn around, going up and getting the ball at the highest point, which that translates over to football when I got to go high point a seam or a fade. And that's just helped helped me a lot, you know, continue to be physical on the basketball court. And, yeah, it's just been awesome. A lot of times when guys commit uh, early before their, their senior year takes place, it's uh, sort of a sigh of relief, sort of uh, you don't have to worry about that element of what's next for you. So do you feel that, or what is your feeling about getting this commitment out of the way early? Yeah, I feel that for sure. I'm excited that you know, the recruiting process is over. It's, it's very stressful, but it is very fun talking to all these other schools and coaches. But I'm, I'm 100% ready to be a Bobcat, and I couldn't be happier. And it's just an awesome experience, and I couldn't pass it up. Well, Ryland, we appreciate the time today, man, and uh, proud of you. Happy for you and your family, and uh, looking forward to following you during your senior year as well. So thanks so much for joining us here on Nuanas now. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your summer. Best of luck with your senior year. Thank you for having me on. Flip Gallatin High, one of the most recent commitments to Montana State University football program, the first Division One commitment out of Gallatin High in its short history. And the first local kid, first Bozeman guy that Brent Vegan and his staff have been able to secure. We'll keep you up to date all the way across the board on the in-state recruiting battle, whether it's Montana or Montana State. Tyson Rostad, future Grizz, is going to join me here in about 20 minutes on Nuanez now, which is, by the way, being broadcast live on 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV. I'm Colter Nuanez. And like always, we're broadcasting from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Go check out Northwest Motorsports online inventory, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. They boast the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Treasure State stars some of the best performances from across the great state of Montana in the world of amateur athletics. Right after this, right here on Nuanas Now. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home ESPN Radio Missoula. How the hell do you let me have this job, Tommy? What did you say? Sorry, my mic was... The thi- I don't know. I don't know how the hell you gave me this job. I can't even remember if my mic's on or off. Co- sh- no, let me ask you something. <laughs> I started playing a song by Joey Ramone here, and I yeah, saw yeah. you shake your head. Are you no, kidding no. me? Oh, I was shaking my head because I'm so stupid that I, <laughs> I thought that my mic was off and then directly coughed into my mic. I think I'm not alone in the guy who's coughing at work right now because, I don't know, it's the... Uh, 
apocalypse, and there's... I mean, I actually shouldn't even say that, because it's not nearly as bad as it could be or it will get, and that's the worst news of it all. But regardless, I was just, you know, calling myself out before you chastised me for my uh, inability to turn my mic on and off. Well, Coulter, you've been here for, what, five years? I'm glad you can push the on button for me, at least. This will be my fourth anniversary uh, coming up here in a couple weeks, which is actually... Very exciting. I can't believe I, I endured all of you. Four years of a real subpar friendship, huh? <laughs> Goodness gracious, uh, you scared Ryan off. Four years of living in the nut house. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. If, if everybody could only know what it was like to work at Missoula Broadcasting Company, man, it is a trip. It is one of the great places on the planet, period. I think that we should have a reality TV show. I know we could. I fully know. This like radio station is the Bermuda Triangle of employment. <laughs> It's so true. It's like the island of misfit toys. It's the greatest thing in the world. I love hanging out with all the music nerds. The the diversity of personalities. It's not a very big company. We listen to Nuanas now on ESPN Radio, by the way. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. We're broadcasting to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio inside the Missoula Broadcasting Company. I think that that's the best part, though, is the, the, the personality types that fit being able to sell media are distinctly different than the personality types that take to perform media. And that's distinctly different from my perspective as a sports broadcaster and uh, Robert Chase's perspective as a radio music guy, which is much different than Aubrey on the U1045 uh, because it's a different genre and she just has a completely different personality. So the personalities, a lot of times, like when you work in news, when I worked in newspapers, most people are kind of the same. I was a little bit different than most people in newspapers. But most of them are pretty pretty the same. Uh, here, everybody's so different. I think that's the part that makes it the most fun, the most appealing. No, I, I don't want to go, you know, telling stories that aren't mine to tell. Okay. Um, and now I'm drawing a blank, but I can't remember. It is either Belushi or Chris Farley. But has Chase ever told you any of his stories about his shenanigans around Chicago with... Oh, no. I think it was... I think it was... I don't know, either Farley or Belushi. Okay. Back at uh, when he was doing uh, middays at Q101 in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's got some wild stories. And I had every rock star in his studio, including Wesley Willis. Do you, know, do you know about Wesley Willis? Tell me about Wesley Willis. You are the Wesley Willis of talk radio. Oh, boy. He was, this, he was the street man in Chicago with schizophrenia. <laughs> And he ran around and sold paintings, and he didn't shake your hand. He would headbutt you. (laughs) And he sang all these goofy songs with a Casio battery-powered keyboard. I mean, he was just like a huge, you know, cult icon. And he did album after album after album. And Robert gave me a copy of Wesley Willis's album. You know, I met Robert, and I was like 16 or 17. And I was like, hey, man, you're from Chicago. Do you know Wesley Willis? And his jaw dropped. He's like, how do you know Wesley? Willis, you know, and I can't say the titles of his works on the radio, but man, it's great. Coulter, you and I are going to study up on some Wesley Willis sometime. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. You might be interested in this, Tommy. It's time to dust off that Hawaiian shirt and grass skirt because the annual Silver Slipper Luau this Saturday, fun starts at 7 p.m., You don't want to miss a minute of this year's fun-packed luau like the watermelon eating contest, the hula hoop contest, and the limbo. 
plus a dunk tank, beer pong, and cornhole. Food specials, drink specials all night long, a live DJ, and great prizes. The 2021 Silver Slipper Luau is sure to be the biggest party of the year this Saturday at the Slipper right across from Walmart on Highway 93. And don't forget to be safe. Take the Silver Slipper shuttle home for free after midnight. Dude, the Slipper is such a great place, and the fact that you're going to go up there and let me put you on the dunk tank is even better. (laughs) I will be at the Missoula Country Club, which is right across the street, so I will not... uh, for one second, be surprised if we matriculate uh, that way. Um, when was uh, the Saturday last time night? you actually tried to hula hoop? Oh, my God. Ever? Man. Like since fifth grade gym class okay, or something? so here's the thing, dude. My uh, sullen nature and cynicism towards doing things like that has been <laughs> omnipresent within my personality since I was four. <laughs> So I would never do something like the hula hoop. I have no concept of if I can or can't because I certainly never tried. (laughs) (laughs) This is kind of how I've always been, you know? I I, I recognize what my strengths and weaknesses are very early on. Yeah, all right. Great golf being played across the state of Montana, and that's what leads our Treasure State Stars. Treasure State Stars is presented proudly by Parkside Credit Union. Check out Parkside Credit Union's online financial education platform. You can stay safe and get smart about saving and making money at Parkside Credit Union. They're the best place to get a loan in all Western Montana because they love to say yes. Go give Parkside Credit Union a chance today. We start with the Montana Men's Amateur Championship in golf from over the weekend. The Montana State Am was held at Cannon River Golf Course here in Missoula. Joey Moore looked like he was going to run away with this thing. He shot a opening round 62 and tied the all-time record at Cannon River. He uh, then went 68 on round number two, which is still not a bad score. And then he went 68 on Saturday. So playing really good golf, Joey Moore was. He's a Billings native. He's from, he's playing at San Diego State right now. Well, Joey Lovell was Mr. Steady, and he outlasted Joey Moore. Joey Lovell of Bozeman seized a two-shot lead by the fifth hole of Saturday's third and final round. He stretched it to three by the sixth hole on a day that was incredibly hot and uh, smoky as well. Moore, who had won uh, the State Am two years ago, he was looking for his second State Am title in three years. Uh, He made an eagle putt on 11, a long birdie putt on 12, and... Lovell and Moore were tied at 18 under with six holes to play, but then Moore hit a rough patch. He had bogeys on both 13, which is one of the hardest holes in Missoula, by the way, and 14, bogeying both. And Lovell went up a stroke uh, when he got a par on 14, and then the 33-year-old was able to hold off. So he goes 66, 65, 66, Lovell does, for a final round score or a final three-day score of 197 to earn a one-stroke lead or a one-stroke victory over Joey Moore. So congratulations to Joey Lovell. But our, our first two Treasure State stars presented by Parkside Credit Union are the two men that dueled it out and game all the way down the wire for the men's State Am Championship. The senior State Am, it was even more thrilling. Bill Dunn, this is also being played at Cannon River, Bill Dunn won the senior division in a playoff against Dave Eames. Bill Dunn's of Missoula. David Eames is of Billings. Uh, 54-year-old, uh, or excuse me, 55-years-old is done, and uh, he can still hit it p- plenty good because he was four under through the weekend, shot a total score of 212, and then uh, he was able to win the playoff hole when he birdied the par four uh, hole number one, which is about a 350-yard par four, and uh, he hit it in the sand off the, bu- off the uh, box, 
got up and down for a birdie, and uh, he secures the Senior Am title. Uh, the Super Senior title, Corey Bettle finished first, and Bob Gray finished second. So congratulations to all those guys. I know I highlight golf quite a bit. I'm a big golfer. I love playing golf. And I, th- I just think it's fun, the overlay of uh, – of course, I play it all the time. Ken River is a great partner of ours, and I uh, love supporting those guys out there because they're so good to us. But it's always fascinating to think, you know, I'm playing pretty good, and uh, you know, I I can compete in some tournaments and stuff like that. But then you talk about the guys that are actually good, the guys that are actually good golfers, and uh, these those are these guys. These guys tearing that course apart. I, I've never even I think my best round out of Canyon River is uh, 80 on the dot and these guys shooting 62s to tie a course record. So um, pretty wild to watch the success that they were having. Church State Stars presented by Parkside Credit Union. Church State Star number three, it's Becca Rickman. Becca Rickman was the Montana Mile victor, uh, victor um, in, at the Big Sky State game. She ran the Montana Mile in 501.61. So that's five minutes 1.61 seconds couple seconds ahead, four seconds ahead, of, in fact, of the second-place finisher. So uh, she's a Montana Tech runner. She was an NAIA national champion at Montana Tech for that fledgling program. And uh, she gets it done in the Montana Mile for the women's side. Treasure State star number five, Duncan Hamilton. Duncan Hamilton, most famously of Montana State. He's a distance runner there. He was the Montana men's, the Montana Mile men's champion, excuse me. And uh, just continues a great run for him. What a summer he's had from the Big Sky Conference Outdoor Championships where he claimed a couple titles to the NCAA West Regional where he earned a qualification spot in Nationals to a first-team All-American finish in the men's 3,000-meter steeplechase, then to a spot in the United States Olympic Trials and a spot in the final heat of the men's 3K. He made it all the way to the finals of the U.S. Olympic Trials uh, as just a sophomore from Bozeman, Montana. So Duncan Hamilton, his third appearance on Treasure State Stars this spring and well-deserved. He has had, if I was to say who was the athlete of the year in Montana over the first half or seven months here of the um, calendar year, it's Duncan Hamilton, man. He's been peerless. He's been unbelievable. One of the best athletes in the state of Montana uh, with in relativity to his sport. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. Our fifth and final Treasure State star goes to the entire Missoula Paddleheads squad. The Missoula Paddleheads posted a 35-13 and 13 record during the first half of the Pioneer League race. They claimed the Pioneer League North title. The Pioneer League North title uh, then secures them a spot in the playoffs. So they're already into the postseason, and they're already, uh, I guess that makes them at least on the brink of being a uh, the, the overall champion, but they're already into the postseason and uh, they'll continue to chase that second half title. But an outstanding um, spurt. They hit the ball as good as you could possibly imagine, as good as you could possibly dream of. 328 is what the Paddleheads hit during the first half of the season. They averaged almost double digits in runs. They scored 14 unanswered runs to claim their 16-8 to victory over the Billings Mustangs to sew up that first half championship. And that 35-13 and record, that is the best record in all of independent baseball in the entire country, the entire United States, not just in Montana, not just the Pioneer League, across the board. Treasure State Stars proudly presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union has so many perks. They offer all types of mortgages, great rates on auto and recreational vehicle loans, low rate, no credit card fees. Say yes to savings at Parkside Credit Union. And they're also one of the best places in all of western Montana to get a loan. 
So say yes, because they love to say yes as well. So you should say yes to Parkside Credit Union because they love to say yes to you. Proud presenter and supporter of youth athletics across the great state of Montana. I got more food for you. Give us a call right now. Give us a text right now. Whoever's first, we're going to go third person to contact us, 888-1029. No matter if you're calling or texting, give us a call. I got $25 to Tagliari Delicatessen for you. $25 $25 gets you a long ways. Gets you a couple sandwiches, some chips. Maybe you want a bottle of wine, some pasta, some pasta sauce, maybe a cheese plate. Tagliari Deli's got you covered. Give us a call right now. I got a gift card for you, 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. Tagliari Deli, the best sandwiches in the state of Montana by both the Food Network and People Magazine. You want free Tagliari? We got it for you, 888-1029. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you hot. Tyson Rostad, latest Grizz commit. Carol on the chick who doesn't know sports. Aaron Rodgers, a new potential destination, and much more. Keep it right here, 1029 ESPN Missoula. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore. Your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.